On this episode of Nerdcaster, we'll be talking about the new Spider-Man game for the PS4 and also about our favorite Spider-Man stuff throughout the years. another episode of Nerdcaster. With me today is Lori. Hello. And like I said in the intro, we'll be talking all things uh, Spider-Man throughout the years, uh, between movies and games and everything else. And I'd like to start with the game, if that's okay with you. Who are you asking? The only other person in the room. Oh, I mean, I, I guess I'm okay with it. All right. Because this game is amazing. Um, th- it plays just like the Arkham games. Or the, I, don't, I don't even know what to say about it other than it's fucking great. I mean, you haven't played at all, correct? No, I mean, I've seen you, you know, play a couple of, I guess, rounds or um, play through a couple of missions and some boss battles. But otherwise, um, I mean, it just looks like the Assassin's Creed to me with the Spider-Man skin. So I'm just like, kind of whatever about it. it. It It's close. I mean, it's a decent ripoff off of the Arkham games. Um, instead of gliding through the air, you swing, you, you know, you can jump off buildings, you have stealth missions. It's, it's a, it's oh, essential. doesn't that sound extremely Like familiar. Assassin's Creed? Yeah. I, Cause I think Batman was maybe a ripoff off of Assassin's Creed. I don't know. Um, I only played a little bit of Assassin's Creed. I didn't care much for the one I played. Um, real quick about that game. I just didn't like the whole going back in time machine. Why can't we just play a time period and be done with it? and whatever i just hated that whole like the now part of that game but but 85 percent of the game though you absolutely love as long as there's a superhero skin on it well this game i'm playing in the now yeah maybe maybe i'm just a superhero fanboy i don't know it's a good freaking game um (laughs) what I, i think i like about it is it's an open world style game um, with tons of side missions and everything else. And there's an over overarching storyline, but it's it's whatever. Um, and just going around and beating people up is great. That's all I even care about in the game. I, I haven't even done probably half of the storyline mode, and I'm already 75% complete with some of the, uh, the regions on the map, like Harlem and, and all the uh, subsidiaries of Manhattan. Just because that's the part I'm having fun with the most. Uh, is there anything that you liked about this game? Or like, what did you see that made you think of Assassin's Creed? Like, what was it about it that's like, oh, that looks like Assassin's Creed? Pretty much the way that you're served, that you're served missions. Um, the open worldness, I guess, if that's a word. Um, of the game, jumping off buildings, um, freedom of movement, uh, all that stuff really it kind of reminds me of Assassin's Creed. And I'm not an avid player of the franchise. I've only played two games and uh, I really like both of them. It just, you know, gets really difficult as you're older to, you know, dedicate that many hours into a game. Um, as awesome as, as that might be, the last Assassin's Creed game I played was Unity and I absolutely adored that game um so watching watching you play you know arkham or the batman games and uh now spider-man just looks like exactly the same game to me um the some of the the side missions some of the way that you know you get some of those things uh remind me of dragon age 3 okay so i i see a lot of similarities in that way gameplay i'd compare it closer to assassin's creed um just again with the superhero skin slopped over it. So, where in Peter Parker's story does this game actually pick up? I don't know. I mean, they make reference to the Avengers. You, you get to see Avengers Tower. I don't think this takes place um, after Avengers because he talks about wanting to be an Avenger uh, at certain points, and he doesn't know where the Avengers are. He knows that they're not in Avengers Tower, but they might be on the West Coast. Um, so I think this has to, this, this takes place before anything in the MCU. I don't even think it, it's anything alongside of it, even though like certain buildings look like buildings from the movies. 
So I, I don't I don't know where it takes place. I just look at it as a standalone game. Um, Peter Parker in high school is in college. He's definitely out of high school. Um, he seems to be out of college. He's working for Doctor Octavius. So I'm guessing it's shortly after college. Uh, MJ is now a reporter. They're not dating anymore. So before we go on any further, this will probably have spoilers about the game. Um, and I don't know. It, it's I, I just think it's standalone. I don't think it takes place at, at any time in, in the, the MCU. Just Peter Parker after college. Doesn't have a real job. Just works for Dr. Octavius, um, who's losing funding for his research. Which is part of the main storyline or or side storyline. Um, Peter Parker as Spider-Man, you, you know, you run into Aunt May at the feast hall. She, she's apparently running some kind of like homeless shelter or something. I don't I don't know what the hell it is. I try not to spend much time there. And you're working with Yuri, the police officer to solve crimes. You get calls on, on your little your little spider phone or whatever. And you just follow along with the missions. As you do missions, you unlock side missions. And that's as soon as I unlock side missions, I dedicate my entire time to doing them before I, I go back to the main mission. Um, so it's taken me a very long time to get through this game when I know it is a, a short storyline based game. Other than that, um, the, the controls and graphics are, are absolutely amazing in this game. Some I, I like the fact it's a lot lighter than Batman. Like Batman takes a lot of place in the dark. So getting your brightness up to make sure you can see everything in, in the Arkham games was a little difficult at times. Whereas this, most of it's played in broad daylight. Uh, the, 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 the swinging around and climbing buildings and everything. It, it's just, and it's a lot easier to play. I felt like Batman was a harder game than this. I felt this game in the beginning, um, like with the Fisk battle, I believe you watched me play that a little bit, was a little difficult getting used to the controls and how to dodge and, and, and swing and everything else. Took a little bit of getting used to, but now that I'm kind of used to it, things seem to be a little bit easier. I'm wondering if I should have played on the spectacular difficulty versus the amazing difficulty. What's the equivalent of the spectacular or amazing? Or... Yeah, so um, I can't remember what easy mode is. And then like amazing is medium and then spectacular is like hard mode. So it, it's basically easy, medium, and, and hard or easy, normal, and hard difficulties. Um, so like a 10-year-old could beat this game. I probably. But at 10 years old, I was beating video games. I was going to say, think back when you were 10 years old. I mean, unless you were... Some kind of prodigy that no other 10-year-old could beat any of the games that you beat. No. I was no prodigy. I was really good. I was better at video games then than I am now. Well, those are reaction times as you get older get worse. Yeah, and I think you fall into habits as an adult a lot easier, to, and it's harder to break out of them. I've noticed that with, like, I don't use a lot of the the mechanisms you get as Spider-Man. I'm, you know, you don't start with a lot of them. So you're just used to shooting your webs out of your arms and swing around and kick people. So when you get the bombs and the traps, I don't use them. And then it makes things more difficult. Like in uh, some of the side missions, it'd be a lot easier if I used a trap or something instead of trying to sneak up on somebody. Cause some of those stealth missions are ridiculously uh, insanely hard. And until that button in my head clicks, like, Oh, I should probably use, some of these things I don't use. Um, but I I can't really speak for the main storyline. I don't even know where it's going. So you're 75% through the game and you have no idea where the story is going. No, I'm 75% completed with areas around New York City. Okay. So the main storyline is only part of that completion. Like it's it may be only like 20%. Um that doesn't necessarily mean I'm completed with the storyline 75%, just completed with everything overall, like all the extra side missions and stuff that don't have anything to do with the actual storyline. Gotcha. So I, I, I've i made it in storyline past the um, uh, Miles Morales area where you, you witness his father passing away. Um, Who's that? Miles Morales. Or yeah. Jefferson Davis. 
his dad? I, I have no idea who any of these people are. Uh, Miles Morales. I don't even know who he is. I just know he's a character in this game, and I know he's relevant in comic lore somewhere, and I believe he played as Spider-Man at some point in time. Uh, but again, a storyline that I never followed, so don't really know. And his father was a well-liked and, and um, decorated police officer of New York City who helped Spider-Man from time to time. So his passing took it hard on on Peter, but more so his son, Miles. And Peter tries to help him out, um, getting him to work with Aunt May. And that's as far as I made it in the storyline. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I have no idea where we're going from here. But it, the storyline to me is not very great. It's not it, – it's whatever. It, it's not – you know, it doesn't grab me like the Batman games did. It's It's a lot lighter, and I think that has to do with it. Like, I just don't – I don't care. I just want to go around. And... So you don't like feel especially motivated to complete the storyline in the game? Not at the moment, but I know I'm going to have to read to do the storyline to get more side missions, so I'm going to end up doing it. Um, and if I do complete this game at 100%, it will be the first game, I think, for the PlayStation that I did 100% complete and get a platinum trophy for. You never 100%ed the, uh, the Arkham games? No, there's those Riddler puzzles that, where there's like 200 of them, and I just can't be bothered. That's just too many. But you don't know if Spider-Man has, like, the Riddler equivalent. I have not unlocked all the side missions. All right, so you're kind of speaking a little bit early here. Yeah, but I only got, like, three more side missions left. At least that's what it looks like compared to my locked board. But you have to go through the main storyline. Or I have to do something to unlock them. I'm guessing I have to go through the main storyline, yeah. We'll find out. Um, but overall, the game is very entertaining, I do in, in, enjoy it. Uh, I like the fact that we are getting to see, you know, Norman Osborn as the mayor, not so much the Green Goblin. We get to see Norman Osborn as Norman Osborn. Uh, we get to see Dr. Octavius as Dr. Octavius, not so much as uh, as as Doc Ock. Um, so we get to see, hopefully, they don't turn into those bad guys in this game. I'd like to see them in this series, if this game does go into a series, to it evolve and then they become a bad guy later on. Um, I like right now that they're working with Peter or, you know, um, it's Harry's dad. That's another thing. Harry's missing from this game. He's over in, like, Europe or something. So I wonder if he's, like, the mastermind behind all this and he's actually back in the city. Again, gonna have to keep playing the main storyline to find out. But if they do cons- keep going with a series, I'd like them to do that. I, I don't want them to just throw all the Spider-Man villains into one game. It, it just—it's it, what ruined the Spider-Man movies. Like, let's look at the Tobey Maguire ones. Come the third movie, what did we have? Venom in it. Um, Harry Osborn as the Hobgoblin, and wasn't there another bad guy, Sandman or something? Clayface. I think it was Sandman. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Was Harry Osborn the Hobgoblin in that? In the third he was one? either the Hobgoblin or the Green Goblin. Um, he ends up helping Spider-Man at the very end of the movie to take on Venom. I think I don't remember. It was such a terrible movie; it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I only vaguely remember the third movie, and it was really, really, really bad. The first two, though, the first two were good. I liked the first two. No, I disagree. I think the first one was okay. I, and I think the first one was good for its time. I think the second one was bad. I didn't like the second one at all either. I, I don't know why. I just I just didn't think it was that great. Why? I don't know. I don't think I like Doc Octopus as a character. I don't like... I didn't like how they used uh, MJ in that one. Oh, my God. You know, the damsel in distress. She's stuck. Doc Ock takes her. Uh, just like... She kind of was a. She ruined. She was it. the worst character in that whole series. I will, I definitely give you that. Um, and that's not like anything against like Kirsten Dunst because I think she did fine with what she got. But yeah, that, the character was not written well. And not written well, yeah. But I, now with Far From Home, the newest Spider-Man movie with uh, Tom Holland, that to me is the best Spider-Man movie. Is it because Far From Home? Is that what it's called? That no. was the first one. No, that's the next one. Maybe Homecoming's the first one. Yeah. What the hell's the second one? I think I don't remember. So yeah, in Homecoming, best one with Tom Holland so far, and now in the second one, which is why I think I said Far From Home, and I really do think that's the name of the second movie that's coming out. They're introducing Gwen Stacy now. Do you think they made the 
the choice to bring her into it instead of MJ because one MJ was so terrible in those other movies or do you think that they kind of went with her because it's more realistic and and stays true to the comics from what I know um what are you asking me so in the new Spider-Man movie because you know the MCU is doing the new Spider-Man movies and everything else and they're bringing back Tom Holland as Spider-Man I don't even know what whatever they're bringing Gwen Stacy in it, played by Zendaya, or Zendaya, the Disney Channel star. Mm-hmm. Do you think they chose to bring Gwen Stacy into this and not MJ to stay true to the comics, or because it was just such a terrible character from those first three movies? I mean, it was probably both. Um, I mean, Gwen Stacy, wasn't that what who Emma Stone played in the second uh, iteration? The, the Garfield, whatever his yeah, name is. Andrew yeah, Andrew Garfield. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't actually see that. Yeah. I think she plays Gwen Stacy. Because the other three movies were such very terrible movies, I never watched the Andrew Garfield ones. He just looked like emo Spider-Man. And it just did not look entertaining to me one bit. I think they got mixed reviews. I think they were just, you know, the, the movies were okay. Um, I never saw them. Uh, when did they come out? 2012? Maybe I know it wasn't that long ago compared to these new the, the new one that's come out, which was uh, a bit surprising. It is a little annoying how often they had come out with Spider Man. What is it? One, two, three, four, five, six movies. Yeah, in the last. I think it's because whatever studio has them. I think it's Sony or so. Yeah, no, Sony. Sony. I think they had to make them, otherwise they lose the name and right to use it. They have to make a Spider-Man movie every so many years or something. I don't, I don't pretend to know the contracts, but it's something I've read or heard about somewhere. Uh, I, again, I don't know. What do you think of the newest one then? I or, and, it was and what good. do you think of the guy who plays him? And what do you think about him in Avengers and everything else? And Civil War. Let's go back that far. I'm getting to a point where I just feel like Marvel is just shoehorning in a shitload of characters in these movies just to. I don't know, fat in their wallets. I don't think Spider-Man needed to be in the MCU. I I really don't think that that was necessary. I don't think his character is important. Uh, You're going to get a lot of hate for I this. don't care. I honestly <laughs> don't care. I really don't think he adds anything. He's, you know, he... All he hmm. does really is add to Tony Stark's character development. That's really the only purpose he's serving in these movies. But, and it's, I mean, so far, this is after Civil War, Homecoming, and now um, Avengers 3. Yeah. So uh, do you think that they're adding all these characters in because contracts and everything are up for the, the, the original Avengers? So it's like, who's going to carry the torch going forward? And they need to add the, this many people to figure out who's going to be able to do it. Like, is it going to be Spider-Man? Is everybody taking the Spider-Man? Or is it going to be Captain Marvel? Uh, I think they're scared with losing uh, Chris Evans, uh, Robert Downey Jr. They shouldn't be scared. They've had these. They've had this franchise going for over a decade, that which is longer than I think any series could really. I mean, with the ticket sales that they have, it's not following a. You know, it's not a book. It's not a book series. It's not in. It wasn't an existing. Um, that's not true. Definitely is, is a ton of existing franchises they like pulled all together, but um I mm. right now I'm I'm like a huge fan, but I'm even getting superhero fatigue. I'm getting a little bit tired of like them introducing new characters and it's because I'm tired I'm tired of the storyline. Well, the storyline comes to an end with Avengers 4 and then we're going to get a brand new storyline. Or at least that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe that's it'll be awesome. I don't have I mean, for their sake, I hope it's awesome because otherwise I think it's going to be a huge flop and I can't imagine like you having, you know, Marvel having enough writers that are really dedicated and are amazing to keep continuing to write the same stories over and over and over again based on, you know, thousands of volumes of comics over the years. Hmm. But... With these main four, these are the guys who started it. That's why I think they're worried. I don't think they have anybody with those namesakes and and that much time to keep this going. Now, it sounds like you think after this Avengers 4, 
we're going we're going to see a decline in ticket sales or maybe not even ticket sales but a decline in people giving a shit about this i think you will because i think you'll have major i think you'll have major like producers and writers leaving these projects because they're going to want to work on something else no i i get that and i think that's what marvel or disney or whoever is afraid of and i think that's why just going back to what you said is why they're throwing all these characters out there to see who sticks and then to try and use them to push it forward yet again and i i think avengers 4 and and again we're getting a little little off top but it's fine because i like talking about this shit anyway um is going to be another setup movie and I know you don't want to hear that, but I think it's going to be if another it is, setup. It's going to cheapen the movie. It's going to completely cheapen everything that's happened with the existing characters and the existing. I, no, I think what it's going to do is that you're going to get the end of Thanos. You're going to get the end of that, but something is going to happen into it that sparks the next set of movies, the next set of the big bad. You know what I mean? Because this is just, this is exactly like a soap opera. I'm, they don't end; it just keeps going. And every, how? I'm sorry. There's so many things wrong with that statement. What soap operas? Who 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 does soap operas market to? I don't know. Old people. Well, old people. Um, people stay at home. All right, moms. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna dig myself into a hole. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this instead. Every great story has a fucking ending. Okay. It needs to have an ending, and you know, otherwise, I. You're gonna you're gonna run. Into, I think you're gonna run into problems. I think it's a mistake if they're gonna drag all this out. It's gonna be like season seven of Dexter, actually seasons five, six, and seven of Dexter. For somebody who didn't even watch Dexter, um, I caught the highlights of it, <laughs> and I watched enough to know that those last seasons were terrible. They were terrible. I did watch them, and I didn't watch the first season, but I watched seasons two, three, and four. Season four was the best, and I watched season halfway through season six before I got sick of it, and then I got several episodes in the seven just realize it just there's nothing there's no ad there's no value to watching them it doesn't there's not a lot of development going on it's just you're kind of going through the motions that's that's how i felt when i watched it and sometimes you need to people need to feel like they still need to follow a show or they need to follow a franchise that's why you have these tv shows that last for what nine ten eleven seasons just be done with it I don't know. Maybe I don't have the attention span I, that other people do, but I, I guess. Uh, but if they're done with it, what? Where do these characters go? They still live. They still. What did they still... do with them before two thousand eight? Why do Why do they? Why is does there need to be movies constantly in the machine to pump out? Because it makes the money. That's exactly right, what they're doing. It makes them money. Yeah. Does it make you like any less of a fan when these movies don't come out? No. Uh, but I'm just saying I think that it's not a bad thing what they're doing, and I think you are going to get an ending. You're going to see the end of, of Captain America and, and um, Iron Man and, and all those characters. But I think this movie is also going to be a jump-off point for all the new characters. And yes. I think that's that's what this is. And I think it's going to be a very small part of it. Like, you might get a glimpse of something that they'll bring into the next Spider-Man movie and it'll reference back to this. And that's what causes the cataclysm event of the next big overarc story. I guess. I don't think they're going to have enough for another one. But, I mean, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm just a cynic. So let me ask you a question. Sure. Would you rather them not come out with any movies for a decade, but then after that decade was over, you had... You know, it it took time. They took a break, and then they came up with an ama- another amazing, pretty much MCU two point Or would you rather just to fill that void of ten years, have ten years of really shitty movies come out? I, I see what you're saying. I, I don't disagree with that. But now, if you wait ten years, are you going to have no, no, to? No, do- which one? One or the other? I said you have to pick one. I'm kind of getting. Not that I'm getting sick of the superhero movies. Um, I'm not. I love seeing them on the big screen. I just think... Except Andrew Garfield. <laughs> except Andrew Garfield. Um, and, and there's some others out there. Uh, but whatever. Um, you see Man of Steel? No. Cause it's, yes, maybe. I don't remember. I know I saw one or two Spider-Man, uh, Superman movies, but I don't remember. Uh, I know I saw the first one. I don't remember. Is the second one with Kevin Spacey? Because I saw that one. Oh. 
want to... I didn't see them, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're bad, so I don't remember them. I kind of block them from see, my brain. So I'm saying they're bad, and I wouldn't want... I don't want to watch a bad one. But you're I, defending these bad movies. You, let me finish, and I'm not. I... Just because I don't like them doesn't mean people don't. Mm-hmm. There's people who love Batman vs. Superman. If I'm saying my opinion's the only opinion that, that matters, then, I mean, you're going to have a lot of pissed off people. Well, for the sake of this conversation, it is. Do I want them to continue making superhero movies? Yes. I want them to do it good. I think that, that, that how many comic books are out there? I mean, there there's tons. You have a lot to work with. They could be good. Maybe it's not a character you want to follow. But, I mean, I don't mind going to see Captain Marvel. I think that movie looks good. Um, I don't think I'm going to care for a Fantastic Four movie if it comes out. I'm not saying I'd even pay to go see it. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, I see the trailer and it looks good or something. But I don't. My problem is if we stop making them for the next 10 years Mm -hmm. and you start again 10 years later, are you going to start with origin stories all over again and just start over with shit you've already done? Like, I don't need to see an origin story for Spider-Man. I don't need to see any origin stories and I don't need you to reference back to them. And if it's going to take you to just continue making these movies to not have to do that, I think I'd rather that. Because I don't want to pay to watch another origin story of somebody I already know, like Batman or Superman or Spider-Man or the, the main ones, the main guys. Mm-hmm. Like not many people I don't think know who Captain Marvel is. So getting some sort of origin story isn't necessarily bad. But is, if Captain Marvel came out before Iron Man and Captain America, would she have done as good in theaters? Doubt it. Because nobody knows who she even is. But now that you've introduced her at the end of Avengers 3, people have that, like, oh shit, what is this all about? That, that's, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I'm really making sense. In my brain I am, but I don't know if I really am. I mean... I'm sure you make sense to you, too. Um, (laughs) I can see your point about not wanting to watch the same origin stories over and over again, but that's not necessarily what I'm saying. You could have, again, like a a straight decade of mediocre superhero movies. Yeah. Or they might be really good. Who knows? But what I'm saying is that I feel like Marvel's churning out these movies just to make money. And a lot of these new characters that are coming into that they're integrating into the storyline. They're just not bringing, um, I just don't think they're bringing anything to the table. And it's just like, once you have like that gigantic mishmash of characters all throughout, it's, you know, what is, what is your story exactly? How can you, you know, how do you give a fair send off to, to the characters you've already built up over the next the last ten years, to the characters that you're you're gonna want to you know pass the torch on to. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm. That's why I kind of like these movies because I don't know what to expect when it comes to that. Like, I don't. I don't know. Is Iron Man gonna die? There's there's a good chance he might. Is Captain America gonna die? There's a good chance he might. That's what I'm looking forward to because there are things that they do in these movies that still surprise me. Mm-hmm. And as long as they can keep doing that and the movies are are good, I'll th- I guess I'll throw money at them. And right now, I'm okay with it. I mean, it happened. I mean, this this very same thing really just happened with the the golden age, the silver age, the bronze age of comics, and then you came up with the really really shitty age where Superman died like eight times, and then he gets <laughs> brought back. But this is. What where we are approaching in the MCU is where was what I feel like we're we're entering this gimmick age of what other characters can we put in here just so that we could keep riding the train that we built ten years ago. So you're saying that they've built a template that they just keep plugging characters into at this point. Yeah, and quite frankly, I saw the Captain Marvel trailer and it looked good. Like the, it looks like a good movie, but it's like hmm. I've seen this before with a different, you know, a different character, but it's it's the same exact movie. I said the same shit with The Incredibles. Um, mm-hmm. Another, you know, slightly more unconventional superhero movie because that's, you know, Disney Pixar. But watching Incredibles 2 was like watching Incredibles 1 all over again. That in the case, I'm just like, 
you had mm-hmm. all this time in between both movies, but you wrote the same movie. I, I, I see your point. And I agree with The Incredibles. I think The Incredibles 2 could have been done much better. And I think they just rode the coattails of, hey, people want to see these characters again. How do we churn something out? And I see your point. You're saying that now Marvel's pretty much doing the same thing. They have a template. They're going to follow a template until they run it into the ground. Mm -hmm. And I do see that being a problem. And if that is the way I start feeling about it, because I don't feel that way right now, I think I do have to take a step back and say you need you need to come up with something new. As long as they can keep coming out with something new and doing something different with these movies, I think that's what it's gonna. That's what it needs. If, so bringing if, this back to Spider Man, sure. What do you? What are we gonna even see in the next Spider Man movie? Um, we're going to see Zendaya with Peter Parker. Um, they haven't really released much about it because of the whole Avengers four thing. They're keeping everything kind of tight lipped Mm -hmm. other than Captain Marvel. Um, since everybody knows she's going to have a big part in the next movie anyway, the next Avengers movie, her movie, I think is the next movie, right? I'm trying to think there's no other Marvel movie coming out before that. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. So, they're they're releasing a lot of stuff with that, but they're not saying too much about anything else. So I don't know what we're going to get with the next um, Spider-Man movie. What I'm hoping we get is we get to see him in high school, We which obviously looks that way because it is Gwen Stacy. There is some scene or some pictures on the internet which show them in a classroom. Um, and I'm hoping we we get him as still kind of learning how to become Spider-Man. Like he knows how to use his powers and everything. Uh, but having the secrecy thing and, and dealing with everyday shit, I think is going to, going to be fun to see with him, especially a kid playing the part, not some 25 year old. Tom Holland isn't a kid though. How old is he? I think he's, he's older than 18. What? I thought he was like young as shit. How old do you think he is? I think he's 18. I think he's at least 18. Really? I thought he was like 16. I think I spelled his name wrong, too. He's 22 years old. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Yeah, they need to... uh, Whatever. Yeah, uh, now that made me mad, actually. What I'm saying... Everything you just described, though, is is pretty much like we've already seen in the Spider-Man movie. We've seen all of that. What, in the Tobey Maguire one? Not just that one, but I'm sure... I mean, we saw Gwen Stacy's character in... um, in uh, Andrew Garfield's version. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, that's kind of what annoyed me a little bit when I first saw Spider-Man coming out um, with a third franchise, a different storyline, different Spider-Man in the last 15 years. It's just like, how many times are you going to do this? And it's, what is it? What about this is going to be different? I mean, you had what the vulture vulture. Is that what? Yeah. So that was a little bit different. And Michael Keaton was awesome in that movie. Uh, Michael Keaton's just awesome in general. And I just think it's, um, so I think he brought a lot of what was good about Spider-Man homecoming to Spider-Man homecoming versus, I mean, I think Tom Holland's performance was great. I think everybody's acting was really good. It's just, just looking at it and just like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Like halfway through the movie, you're just like, I don't even need to see the rest of it to know what's going to happen. And that, shit kind of gets boring and i think it's it's you know when you had the first iron man movie come out um in 2008 yeah it's still the same superhero premise he's gonna win in the end you you definitely know that but um you got a really well-produced origin story again of tony stark and you saw his involvement into being like this mastermind of the avengers you saw that evolve over the next movies now Again, you have Spider-Man coming in here, and aside from his little quips and, um, you know, clever, witty dialogue. Um, and his jokes about obviously being so much younger than everybody else. Right. I mean, it, it's like, it's it's just a couple of one-liners. It's like, is a separate movie for this one character enough to just, you know, give him a couple of one-liners in the, the big movie where they're all in? It's just like, is that like, is that supposed to be good enough i don't know i uh... 
everybody was upset. Like, and if you haven't seen Aven- Avengers three, I'm sorry, I'm just going to spoil the shit out of it right now. But um, when he when he dissolves into ash at the end in Tony Stark's arms, I didn't. I were just like, oh my god, my heart or whatever with Tom Holland, and I'm just like, I actually he'll be back. I actually couldn't care less. I I was not affected by that at all i kind of felt bad for tony stark because he had survivor's guilt and i knew that that was like a callback to avengers 2 mm-hmm. and a, like a premonition but i felt bad for tony stark because i've had enough movies to kind of give a shit about tony stark's character versus you know i'm just kind of like uh it's uh yeah i mean if he stayed on a school bus i mean maybe he would have turned in ash maybe he wouldn't have who knows but he wouldn't have been you know with the rest of them. I guess. Kid, just go to school. Yeah. God damn. I, I I don't know. I think they can do a lot with Spider-Man. I just think they need to stop using the same villains over and over again. Like you said, the Vulture was a good villain. It was not somebody they've used before. They did him right. They, they made him a humane character. Like he was just a down-on-his-luck dude that was trying to make money. And it's not like he was trying to make money to take over the world or something like like you get with like Lex Luthor or, or no or Tony, Tony Stark screwed him over or Stark Enterprises yeah. or Stark Industries oh, Stark Industries not Wayne Enterprises <laughs> yeah you're confusing the <laughs> two universes there but um, but I mean like those tie-ins are, are what I love about it like I think that's what makes this universe that the fact they do tie it all back and and that it's so big that's the one part that I, I'm I'm feeling. That it's getting a little crazy. Is ne- they're making the universe a lot smaller. Like they're already incorporating all these people into one movie, and they all like get to know each other. But this is a huge universe. Like there's people on the West Coast who know of Iron Man. It's like people in California know the Empire State Building. They they've seen it on TV and everything else, but they don't come in contact with it every day. Like somebody from New York. Same thing with people from New York. They see things in California. They don't go there every day. So where's the West Coast superheroes that really don't interact with these East Coast superheroes? Where's all that? The villains in the West Coast are too lazy to do anything. So everybody's <laughs> over on the East Coast. Gotcha. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? It's like they're they're making the universe smaller by having these people interact with each other so so quickly now. When you had Iron Man. You had all these movies, and and Tony Stark and Captain America and all them did not come together until, what, Avengers 1? And it took how many movies to set up for that? And now they're all getting thrown into an Avengers movie, and it's like, hey, we know each other. And and the only thing you get with it being expanded is, well, Captain Marvel's been away since mid-90s. Yeah. But they don't make mention of her in any movie up to this point. I would be curious to see, like, what the fuck she was doing during the whole battle in New York. And they're all doing... And like, where was she? In space. Doing what? Space things. Well, we'll see. I, I am curious. <laughs> that is one thing I, I have thought about. Is how they're going to explain that? Yeah. It's just like, okay, if, if, you're, if you're, like, the Superman of the MCU... Um, or not the MCU, but just Marvel in general. Where the hell were you during this gigantic conflict that was Earth versus aliens? There, there is no more cosmic battle than that. In fact, Earth versus aliens has been like the thing, <laughs> except for Age of Ultron, which that movie need not have even existed, where it was just basically man versus robot. Yeah, and then also like man versus aliens. So after yeah, so after Avengers four, what do you what do you even do with that? After the whole, how do you top aliens? Oh, I I I think I have an idea for that, and this this was something I, I would have thought up. This is definitely going to be a, a longer show with more people about my idea because I'm sure everybody has oh, their here own. We go. But I think, and I was talking, to, I alluded to this earlier with Avengers four starting the next set of movies. And they're time traveling in this movie. You see that from set photos. You you see that from from everything that they talk about Avengers for. It, it's known at this point. And if you don't know that, you're living under a rock. Um, when they breached in Avengers one and came in, who are those shape shifting people? The scrolls. They can turn into people. And you see them in the 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 new Captain Marvel trailer too, when she punches the old lady on the bus. Those shapes, I think it's the, the scrolls. It's either the scrolls or the Kree. I, I don't know. So when they breached, some of them are living among us since that time. Mm-hmm. 
and it's going to start. Uh, I think it's called Secret Wars in the comics, and it started back in Avengers One, and then you get the whole Thanos thing, and then Secret Wars is going to start because now Captain Marvel's back, and she knows these people are living among us, and that's how they're starting the whole next set of movies. Oh, great! That's again. I mean, people out there can listen to this and be like, "Dude, you're full of shit," because I don't know what I'm talking about. But it is a theory I came up with when I heard about the whole time travel thing because I absolutely fucking hate time travel unless it's in Back to the Future. And I think there's one or two other little things out there I'm okay with. But like the Flash on the CW, time travel has ruined that entire show since they did it the first time. And I get it that they show there's grave consequences for time travel and they stuck to them so far. But now with the next season, they've started time travel all over again with Barry's kid from the future. I'm done. I'm done. Like that is so fucking stupid. I'm going to end up watching it and I'm going to hate every minute of it. But I think that's what they're and I think that's the crutch Marvel's going to use and I use the word crutch because that's all time travel is to fix shit and to explain crap and it's garbage. But I think that's exactly what they're going to do to set up for the next set of movies. I think I would have been much a much bigger fan of a new Spider-Man coming about if he came around a little bit later. Like if they were using this for continuity, like Spider-Man's young, you know, he's going to usher in a new age of the Avengers. I could totally understand Marvel for wanting to do that, but I would have rather them. I would rather see them do it in a way where maybe it's like, um, where they still have that waiting period of a long time. And, you know, it's a sort of Batman Beyond situation with Tony Stark and Spider-Man versus, you know, how close everything seems to be now. I I think I like I like where you're going with that. I think that's why they're bringing Captain Marvel in because Spider-Man, I don't want to say Tom Hong, the motherfucker's over 20 years old playing teenager. Um, I think she's going to be the head of the new Avengers or the next set of Avengers. I don't know if they're going to call them the new Avengers. Because he's too young to lead them. And if anything, he will be the third incarnation of leading the Avengers. If they brought him in, like say he didn't have his own movie, but they brought him in to... Um, or or maybe he did. Or, you know, you just had Homecoming at this point and you just took a break. Again, like you you have his origin. You knew you know how he fits in with the rest of everybody, but then you waited until he was older until you have Peter Parker when he couldn't pay his rent, which is Peter Parker in After the BS four. Yeah. Version oh, right so now. you saw that part too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, you fast forward, he's out of high school. He he's through all that crap. And now you've actually got Peter Parker when he's embroiled in his own shit. So here's a better question. Like you're you're saying Peter Parker is Spider-Man. What if you had one of the other incarnations of Spider-Man? Would you have liked that better? I If it wasn't Peter Parker or would you be like fuck it, man? Peter Piper Peter Piper. <laughs> Peter Piper. Peter Piper. <laughs> Pe- fuck, I did it again. <laughs> Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Like you know what I mean? Everybody knows Spider-Man is Peter Parker, but there was other Spider-Man out there. I I don't know enough about these other oh, I don't either, characters but, to, to make an opinion. But no, I, I definitely but, would, would not accept a different... Spider-Man. It's like, so here's my thing. Because you don't know about them, maybe their storyline would be new to you and it'd be exciting. That's what I'm trying no, to say. I think it would be stupid because the reason why the writers need to pick a different person um, to, to, to hold the mantle is because they've run out of ideas. They've run out of stories for this one character. And so instead of letting... The, the character, character. Uh, instead of saying that, hey, let's end the story and maybe I don't know, come up with a new one. We're gonna we're gonna pass this on to a, a different person who, you know, and, and that that doesn't work for me. It's like when you have a the same band and now they have a different front man. It's just not the same, and it's not gonna be, never will be. Um, but it's because you don't want to let go. Okay. I, I, I understand. I agree with you. I just thought maybe if you saw somebody else in the Spider-Man costume, it'd be more entertaining than you because you've seen all the Peter Parker shit. No. Nah. Okay. I just don't, to me, don't even write the story. <laughs> Again, if, if they had waited a little bit longer, I think before introducing Spider-Man, um, and it was, 
Again, I don't know. Just done a little bit differently. Like, at least wipe out some of the original characters before bringing in these new ones. Because Hawkeye wasn't even in Avengers 3. Because there was so many. Or that's the the thing. Because there's so My many characters exactly. they couldn't bring him in. And honestly. And Ant-Man, what, th- who decided that was a good idea? I uh, Paul Rudd? I don't know. I love Paul Rudd, too. It's just a shame that that movie. That you hated that movie. I didn't hate it. It just wasn't great. And that's how I'm feeling is going to be. You're going to get more. You're going to get more Ant-Man. You're going to get more not so great superhero. Movies. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't disagree with you. I do see that the, the quality is going down. I do feel like they are running out of ideas. I do feel like they've shoehorned themselves into a universe that they've made too small at this point and they need to expand it again. They need to. Like I said with the DC stuff, there's only so many times you can jam Batman and Superman down your throat. And that's what I like they're doing. They're getting rid of the, the characters that they've been jamming down your throat since since Iron Man in 2008. A decade. They've been jamming this char- these characters down your throat. And Batman and Superman are like the only two DC characters that, that fucking made the screen. Uh, that's worth the shit. For... For DC. Um, for for years until Wonder yeah. Woman, in which case Wonder Woman is arguably the best DC movie ever made. Agreed. I think it is, in my opinion, the best DC movie ever made in terms of the new movies. Because, I mean, the 1980s Superman movies are pretty good. Because that's my childhood. I would – well, yeah. <laughs> nothing's going to beat nostalgia. But, I mean, it just had great writing. And you had a character that had – you haven't – my point exactly. You haven't seen a movie about this character. So, But you haven't seen a movie about Captain Marvel. So going with your own logic there, I don't understand. Wonder Woman's movie in this storyline, in this storyline of DC, is number what movie in that series? I don't know. Like four or five maybe? Not movie number 26. Okay. Which is Captain Marvel is like the latest movie out of movies that have been coming out like three, four movies a year for the last like, you know? Okay. To me, the story, I'm tired of the story. When I saw the symbol on on Nick Nick Fury's stupid beeper, I just, I rolled my eyes so hard. (laughs) I just, like, oh, here we go. New character is going to come save the world. It just, to me at that point, I hope your writers are on point. Because when I see this movie, I'm going to be, I'm coming in with massively huge expectations. All right. Well, I think we should wrap it up there. Um, we didn't even get to talk about Spider-Man on Fox Kids. We can do another Spider-Man uh, uh, show again because I'd like to get more into the game. And we kind of got sidetracked. But again, I love talking about the MCU. I do love talking about these movies. I love hearing everybody's ideas. So anybody out there who has any ideas or thinks mine are full of shit, feel free to comment on our website, uh, www.nerdcaster.com. Um, remember again to always follow us on Twitter at nerd underscore caster hit us up on Facebook at nerdcaster on Instagram also at nerdcaster and subscribe on iTunes Twitter Stitcher yeah good job yeah I totally I totally put a whole bunch of things together right there it didn't work yeah Spotify Stitcher iTunes Google Play um, any of your your favorite podcast directories or Blueberry um definitely find us there do you have anything else you want to add before we sign off um no i don't think so but in, uh actually no one more thing so sure. in uh in about two weeks we uh got new york comic-con oh yeah so, so just real quick uh anything that you're looking forward to uh, I was really looking forward to the Daredevil panel. Now I don't know so much because they've given us the release date of it. So I kind of know what I'll be expecting from that. I was hoping we would get some more insider stuff um, and the release date would be a little further out. I am happy it is coming out sooner because it's a great show. But I was hoping to be a little bit more surprised by it. So I'm not as thrilled. And, of course, the Overwatch women's panel, I am definitely going to, to make sure I get in there. What about you? pretty much the same i haven't i looked at the panel schedule um very briefly and there's only maybe a handful that kind of interested me um so nothing really specific um i did see a lot a lot of what i was interested in you had to buy a separate ticket for for the anime anime fest Fest. 
And I was thinking, like, ah, you know, and I love anime, but I'm thinking, like, ah, there's not going to be, like, a whole bunch of stuff that I'm going to be really interested in. Now I'm kind of regretting not buying that extra ticket. Yeah, (laughs) it's, it's, I think it's kind of shitty if, why couldn't they just bake that price into the already expensive New York Comic Con ticket? I think what they didn't make clear was that it is two separate events organized by two different, I want to say they're organized by two different companies, and they're just kind of, decided to off each other so anime fest can get some uh exposure because that's all it's doing new york comic-con don't need it new york comic-con doesn't need anime fest to be like hey go to new york comic-con whatever i'm fine with it i just think if you're going to advertise the panels on the new york comic-con site it should have been somehow included into a new york comic-con ticket maybe if you just bought the anime fest ticket you can't get into comic-con but if you bought Comic-Con, you can get into the other one as well. You know what I mean? Like, this is the granddaddy ticket, so you can get into all events. Here's the, you only want to go to Anime Fest, that's all you can go to because you bought this cheapo ticket. I think I think maybe there there was that option. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I got stuck in the queue. You ended up getting through, so that's how, I, that's how we got our tickets. Um, but yeah, uh, after Comic-Con, we will be doing a full review on it, so stay tuned for that. Uh, next week, if all goes well and, you know, life doesn't get in the way like it did last week. So I apologize for no show, but doing 80 hour weeks is just, just crazy. And I do have a full-time job. So dedicating 40 hours to this week is is really hard. Um, apologize for that, but the Spider-Man show did somewhat come out. We will be revisiting this topic. I'm sure with some other people, um, like Justin, and um, hopefully next week, if all goes well, we'll be doing Iron Fist. Maybe a review on Iron Fist Ugh. on Netflix season two. I, You're I, on your own for that show. Yeah, I guess I'm on my own for that show. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I want to do that. So hopefully I can, I can find somebody to talk to about it. Uh, that being said, and I know I said this already. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Nerdcaster out. Peace.